You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And I'm Evan Kwaski. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, and online at fanstreamsports.com. This episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Download the app and join Ulysses and I to get in on the action and conversation. Spotify Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. Well, Ulysses, it is a Friday, which means we are, again, proudly joined by Channel 10 WTSP Sports Director Evan Klosky from an airport. Evan, which <laughs> airport are you in right now? Planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, dude, this is great. Uh, I'm, I'm at JFK Airport right now, leaving New York, heading back to beautiful Tampa, get, get me back into the humidity, the rain. It's what we love. Um, no, but it's, uh, you know, rough, rough game six for the lightning losing in overtime. So we're going to have a game seven in Amelie and, uh, it's going to be rocking. We're excited for that. Uh, not excited that they lost, but you know, this is, this is what happens in the playoffs. Sometimes you got to go the distance. I blame you for traveling up to long Island or New York and casting a spell on the lightning for that loss the other night, by the way, how does JFK compare to Tampa international airport? TIA has a pretty big positive reputation. So, you know, I, what I like about Tampa's airport, honestly, is the hub, right? You get in there, Mm -hmm. everything has a hub and then it splinters out into your different sections you know, JFK is fine and some, some terminals are better than others, but you know, New York as a whole is just a month, a monstrosity. I mean, you know, you have to plan two hours ahead before you can even think about, you know, getting there to where you need to get there. Whereas in Tampa, I mean, you roll up and sure there's some lines here and there, but for the most part, you're able to get in, get out. But, uh, you know, I was like the Trump. Yeah. Touche. Um, yeah, I, you know, I actually, I like JFK and I haven't been to LaGuardia in a while, but LaGuardia was definitely not my favorite spot to fly out of. It was a little old. So, um, if I had to choose between the two, JFK is a spot, um, but it's, it's monstrous. So it's just like the track you're going to get your, you're going to get your steps in. This is the airport podcast. Uh, Ulysses, <laughs> you are a world traveler. What is your favorite airport to fly? Oh my in and God. Out? I don't know. I, I I agree with them. TPA is really nice, man. It, it's yeah. it's just so convenient. So I'm mm-hmm. gonna go uh, and just keep it, uh, you know, Home, locally. Homer. Here. Let's go. Yeah, Homerism right here. TPA, baby. There let's go. go. I, I prefer to travel by car, but that's that's just me. <laughs> okay, um, let's get to some Tampa Bay Rays baseball talk. Evan, of course, the big news of the week was the promotion and debut of Wander. Okay, I got to get his name, his pronunciation correct. Franco, is that it? Franco. Yes. Wander Franco. And and we're not doing the Rosarina thing like from last year. Like people were saying Rosarina, Rina, like uh, Rosarina, Rena. If you can say Rosarina, (laughs) fine. But we're not doing Franco. It's not Frank. It's Franco. Franco. Franco, is that good? That works. Okay, because somebody reached out to me on Twitter and complained. I know we had the whole. Mike Brasso issue. Yes. Brasso, yes. Brasso. What the freak is it? <laughs> Look, we got yeah. it. So 
It's, yeah. Look, they're like it's so funny because when you when you work in in sports media, you kind of go through these waves. People come up, and a lot of the times, it takes a good chunk of change before you actually land on the correct pronunciation. Because mm-hmm. sometimes even the PR department sends you a pronunciation out of the gates, and then eventually it it goes away. Like uh, a great example is for the Lightning, uh, Mikhail Sergachev. That's what the NHL says. But if you talk to anybody in Tampa or even, you know, the announcers on air, it's, it's Mikhail Sergachev. So I don't know if that's just the American way that said it. But all I know is that the NHL pronunciation guide has Mikhail Sergachev. So, I, you know, let me know. Just let me know. Yeah. Give me a text. I'd love to. But, uh, yeah, Wander Franco. Uh, Wander. Okay. I'll, I'll go with Wander maybe the for Wander the rest kid. of the conversation. Yes. yes. Um, Evan, what did you think of his debut? And what are your expectations for him uh, through basically he's got half a season to work with here? Dude, uh, that kid's electric. I mean, mm-hmm. I, look, I know the Red Sox are in town and that usually generates a, a bigger presence in the trop anyway. But, but it was a Tuesday night, a Tuesday night, and we had 13,000 in the trop. Are you kidding yeah. me? That place was electric. And, you know, we had uh, Grace Remington out there, one of our reporters, and she said that it, was, it, it, it wasn't quite like, obviously, the Astros series uh, back in 2019. But as far as like a regular season game goes, she couldn't, I mean, she couldn't remember a regular season atmosphere like that. Uh, Ryan Bass, also one of our anchors, who's been a longtime sports guy in the area, can't remember a regular season game like that. Um, that's what you need. Like, I, I don't think that this franchise has had anybody like this since Longoria and with the hype, at least, you know, maybe even going back to BJ Upton, Delman Young. I mean, those are the guys that came up with such strong expectations. But when you think about the people who were back-to-back number one prospects, Bryce Harper, uh, Joe Maurer, Buster Posey, uh, Andrew Jones, like, I mean, we're talking all those players are Hall of Fame talents, we're right on the cusp of it. So um, expectations are through the roof. This guy is a franchise-defining player and, and arguably arguably a, a talent that the Rays have never, ever had before in their franchise history. Yeah. And he proved yeah, they, it night one. I mean, he was just electric. And I have to, I have to agree with you and, 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 all, and all your coworkers as well. I told Kevin, uh, you know, after the, uh, the debut and, and my voice was going, cause I, I, I partook in the, in the yelling, uh, a lot. And during that Tuesday night game, but I, I could only compare it to either playoff games at the trap or when the Detroit Tigers came in 2012 and Miggy was looking for that triple crown and everything was everything about Miggy. The flashes were all around again, but that was the visiting team. I mean, Rays fans were really into it too uh, by, by then, but this is a Rays player, a homegrown player. This is very unique what's happening right now. Evan, I've got to get your take on this because we did discuss this on the podcast regarding Wander Franco, the getting a standing ovation by the home crowd before ever stepping to the plate or as he's walking up to the plate, for his first at bat is that kosher not kosher kind of weird kosher. i mean you've been covering sports for a long time okay i'm all for it i'm all for i'm a very pro fan guy you uh-huh. know outside of, outside that's not a good noise outside of the wave the wave is the <laughs> yes. the worst thing but yes. uh yeah ban the wave of, yeah end the wave all right 
Do you guys hear that noise? It, it's not as bad. As, it's not really that bad on our end. It okay. was like last okay. week Just, where I had a uh, huge yeah, yeah, train yeah. passing by me and you guys didn't <laughs> okay. notice it. So literally yeah. planes, trains, and automobiles. That's what we're doing <laughs> yeah. here on the Lockdown Race but, Podcast. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm all for that stuff. You know, like people like storming the field at college football games. Like and everyone's like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. why are you storming the field? Like, yeah, whatever. If you, you know, you get, I, if you're going to have fun, go do it. Like, what do I right. care? But yeah, you know, that guy is, you know, I, I think that's just showing you like the appreciation that the fans have for him. You know, welcome. Yes. Like, we love you and we can't wait to see you go to work. Look, yeah. I think it would be, I, I would be more, and I, I didn't like totally hate it. I just thought it was kind of odd. I, I would be more on board with it if it was like the only thing that a fan base had to look forward to like if wander was going to play or debut for the rockies or the tigers or some other crap team that has no hope it's like you're our savior they're the, you're literally the only reason why we're showing up to the game but no this is a team that's you know around 12 15 games over 500 and still have a lot of other good players but it is what it is with that hey it's it's great that at least you're you're generating some excitement there especially after the team was going through a six and then a seven game losing streak and um evan going for the rest of the season for wander one thing that ulysses and i discussed um when news was made of his call up was he is uber talented generational could be a generational type player but we also have to keep in perspective his year one, maybe even year two numbers may not, that that might not be the peak. There, there might be more of a learning curve at the big league level by the time he's 23, 24, 25. So do you have any reasonable expectations, like a stat line for the rest of this year, assuming he stays healthy? You've got what, 85, 80, 85 yeah, regular season I'm- games to work with. I mean, you're probably looking at double digit, double digit home runs, not like mm-hmm. in the high double digits. If uh, I expect them to hit like ten, uh, yeah. I think I think in that chunk of chunk of change. Look, the number one thing is don't like. I mean, the guy's 20 years old and like a fresh 20 years old, yeah. so he's still growing. He's a strong yeah. boy right now. He's gonna be stronger in the future. Like this guy is is awesome. But um, you know. Uh, Normally, I would say taper the expectations, which which I'm kind of saying right now. But, you know, I, I expect them to hit like 280, have double-digit home runs, provide a lot of runs, um, more than the home runs. I envision he's going to get on base a lot. Yeah, There's going to be a hot stretch where I think pitchers are feeling him out and he's going to be able to take advantage. Then they're going to adjust and he's going to have to figure it out. I mean, Randy Rosarena is going through that right now. I mean, the guy can't hit a breaking ball. It just... Mm-hmm. If I'm a pitcher, I don't know why I'd ever throw Randy Rosarena a fastball. Like I would throw him just curves and sliders until he he decides to smash one on me. So you've seen two things. Know. Did you see the shift that they kind of pulled on Wander um, mm-hmm. at, at the, in his last at bat? That they kind of shifted him to pull on the left side, and he's also shown that great ability to take walks already in two games. Yeah, I mean his first at bat, right? O two count works him works himself up to a walk. Um, so, I mean, I actually, I have the benchmarks a little higher than I normally would for a rookie coming in. Having said that, there are going to be ebbs and flows. And I'm sure the guy, you know, even Bryce Harper, when he came into the league, wasn't, you know, the Bryce Harper that he was after a couple more years, you know. And then there's also the element of, you know, being too eager, right? Like Bryce Harper came up to the major leagues and was like hair on fire, got injured, right. got injured. And then he learned the lesson, like, you know what? I'd rather you kind of take a play off here and there and play every day versus running yourself into a wall and losing you for four months. 
So, yeah, yeah. you know, th- there are going to be all these gradual learning lessons. And um, but, you know, there's, there's no doubt that he's a, a Hall of Fame talent. And, um, you know, well, sorry, an all star talent. He could be a Hall of Fame talent. Right. But he's no there's no doubt that he's an all star talent. And I expect him to kind of go in that uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. sort of peak, maybe not with the amount of home runs that, that Vlad Jr. gets. But, you know, it took, took Vlad Jr. a little bit to get yeah. going. We knew he was electric and took him about a half year to a year. And now he's one of the best players in baseball. So, I, I you know, for Wander, that's kind of my build. Is you're going to see flashes. It's not going to be as consistent. Next year, maybe towards the end of next year, you're, you're going to start seeing a, just a really one of the best players in the game. Look, if the Rays were willing to call him up just six weeks, basically played above a ball, then I'm pretty, con- this isn't the, the devil Rays era of 2002, 2003, where they're Russian guys left and right, where they're calling up BJ Upton at 19 years old. So if this guy, yeah. he definitely has shown that, that he's ready and, and deserves the, the major league uniform there. So, uh, okay. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you in part by fully loaded shoe. Fully loaded shoe is tobacco free, long cut, and pouches that give you the same pack, dip, spit, and buzz you're used to without tobacco. It's available in nine flavors. Fully loaded chew is made with all food grade ingredients and tobacco free nicotine, the purest form of nicotine available. Fully loaded chew is offering locked on team listeners a special offer. Right now, you can try a can for just $1. That's right, just $1. So go to fullyloadedchew.com. And use the promo code locked on L O C K E D O N. Again, use the promo code locked on L O C K E D O N at checkout. Fully loaded shoe. Uh, that's what you need the next time you go for a dip. Maybe you want to bet against Evan Klosky and say, you know what? I don't think it's going to be 10 home runs. I think it's going to be 20 home runs that Wander Franco is going to do. So you got to go to betonline.ag, which is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all of that action at BetOnline. Get all your fastest news about your MLB, NBA, NHL and your UFC MMA action. So before the next pitch by Fleming, Yarbrough, Waka. Ooh, Waka tonight. Hold up. Um, let's go to Uh-oh. your laptop and mobile device <laughs> and check out all of those news and sign up bonuses. Remember, your promo code is locked on. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Do not sit on your sidelines. And this is the chance to get into the game as the teams prep to the runs to the playoffs. So again, head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code locked on bet online, your online sports book experts. Ulysses is Wander getting 20 home runs in the second half of the year. That's just uh, for, <laughs> For betting purposes, perhaps. Betting purposes. I'm just trying to hype up people, baby. That's it. Okay. Very good. There we go. (laughs) I like it. Um, Okay. So, 
Uh, the Rays, we are a little peek behind the curtain here. We're recording on a Thursday afternoon, so we won't know the score of Thursday evening's game between what a game Red that Sox. was, right? Yeah, Last it night. could be <laughs> one way or the other. Waka. Who knows? Tell we me about do Waka. know. <laughs> we do know that uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday will be a three-game weekend series versus the uh, the LA Angels coming to town. Shohei Otani is not pitching, but he should be. Uh, at the uh, in the lineup at the plate and uh, sporting his uh, 1,000 OPS, 23 home runs, and, and everything else that comes with that. Uh, I wanted to bring this up, Evan, because there's been so much. I mean, Otani's been amazing as a two-way unicorn player, and it got me thinking because I had a friend a couple of weeks out, a couple of weeks ago, reach out and say. Uh, when, when, when are the angels coming to town? I want, I want to watch Otani. I want to get tickets. Like he's, he's a Yankees fan and he's already, he's just thinking about Shohei Otani for when they're coming to Tampa Bay. Um, with that, do you think Shohei Otani, is he the most exciting baseball player right now? Or do you have somebody yes. else? If you were, okay. He's the most exciting. Yep. Uh, absolutely. Uh, the guy doesn't get talked about enough. And I feel like we've been saying that a lot this season and he's still not being talked about enough. I mean, players like JJ Watt are taking a Twitter and have, and have tried to, you know, amplify his profile, but this guy is unbelievable. You know, if there wasn't a guy named Vlad jr, he'd have a real shot at just running away with the home run, the AL home run title. And not to mention the guy pitches every fifth day and he's a pretty darn good pitcher. Uh, I don't have the the stats off the top of my head. The last time I checked, he was sub three with, you know, a plus, um, a plus nine strikeout per inning ratio. I mean, it's like, what? I mean, this is what Rays fans would hope Brendan McKay can turn into. Right. Obviously, McKay is not going to be what Otani is. But even if you get a discounted version of it, you'll take it. Um, but, you know, this is like Babe Ruth type stuff. People have to realize you don't do this. And, and even in an era where we bubble wrap players, this guy's doing it. And he's got a great coach in Joe Madden who is returning to Tampa, which we love to see for the series. You know, it was great when he was at Dunedin uh, for the Blue Jays series to start, to start off the year. And uh, he's actually going to get recognized uh, into the Tampa Sports Authority Hall of Fame uh, on Friday. So uh, if you're listening today, yeah. uh, he's going to be recognized. And, you know, what he means for the Rays franchise, I think everybody respects him. So um, I love Otani. And the home runs he hit are, are bombs. They, go, they are crushed. This guy There's not a cheaper, me. a cheapy. There's not a cheapy no, home run with him. It's amazing. And, uh, and it's, it's like he'll turn on it high and inside. He'll smack it out low and outside, low and inside. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, by the way, he's worth already this season. He's a five war player. When you take into account his 23 <laughs> home runs, his 984 OPS also like really he's an MVP uh, or a, a silver slugger in a Cy Young wrapped up into one pitcher, but uh, into one player, because he has a two, five, eight ERA one, one, eight whip and 82 strikeouts and 59 innings. I'm, I mean, in a way I'm kind of upset that he won't be pitching against the Rays. Right. Uh, in another lens, I'm kind of glad that he's not pitching against the Rays well, because it could, it could be bad for them if that were to happen. 
I'm so happy. I I don't. Uh, yeah, we didn't have you on in, in in the in the beginning of the season, Evan. Um, but in the our preseason, you know who's going to be the Cy Young, and I I put my vote for MVP on Shohei Otani, and my goodness, he's making me look smarter than I am because right now, if you're a baseball writer and you're not putting Shohei Otani for MVP, you don't know baseball. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's it. No, I agree. The guy, yeah. the guy is, you know, he should be the, the face baseball right now, especially with Trout injured. You know, when Trout comes back, he's right there, but Trout doesn't pitch. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and speaking of guys, like I said, Bryce Harper, who keep getting injured. You know, I, I love Mike Trout. He's generational talent. We, you know, we might never see Mike Trout again in the game as, as long as we live. Having said that, I need him to be healthy because I miss him. <laughs> I love watching him. He's my favorite <laughs> yeah. player to watch. So, um, wow. Just I mean, I love Shohei. And if you uh, please, you know, go out of your way and make sure you watch him this week, uh, this weekend. He's worth the price of admission. Uh, and even if you don't go to the game, make sure that you catch some some Angels games here and there, maybe on MLB Network and give him a look. Watch some highlights of him. He just he makes you smile. He's he's great for yes. the game. So much is wrong with the game right now. And, and some of the things behind the scenes, he is in the positive part. What's crazy is that Mike Trout has like 180,000 more all-star votes than Shohei Ohtani. Insane. Yeah, Insane. In fact, Aaron Judge has more votes. Aaron it's, that's Judge. ridiculous. Marcus Fix Simeon, the all-star Vlad voting. Guerrero Jr., we, and Salvador yeah. Perez have more all-star votes. That's nuts. Yeah. I don't yeah. see this is for a whole other podcast for an hour special on why yeah. the all-star voting is just crap. But let's keep going. Yeah, that's yeah. true. The, the fact that, look, Mike Trout's played like 25 games. Same for Byron Buxton. I mean, Byron Buxton should be an all-star for getting injured. Like that, he, he's yes. on the like all injured list every year, yeah. seemingly. So look, I, I mean, he he's a talented, talented player, but he can't stay on the field. He's like Kevin Kiermaier. I mean, it's actually worse than Kevin Kiermaier as far as being able to or yeah. unable to stay on the field with that. Okay, uh, Evan, is your number two most exciting player, I assume, is that Jacob deGrom or would it be somebody else? Yes. No, it's deGrom. Okay. And, and honestly, deGrom is like – it's Otani gets it over deGrom only because he plays both ways. deGrom is like number two and it's like – right, it's super thin. I mean, watching that guy pitch, and speaking of a guy who keeps getting injured, though his last start, he was able to make it through finally. Uh, There is nothing like it. And the price of admission goes up when DeGrom plays. It's all everybody talks about in New York. And it's watching Picasso paint. It's it's just glorious. You're watching just somebody – like Matt, it's just like a masterclass and to see a dude just roll through opponent after opponent. I mean, he's doing things that again, what is it? What is it? You're right. Sub 0.50 point now. Point 50, or, yeah. or is point 0.5. Yeah. Point, yeah. We are, guys, we are entering July. Yeah. <laughs> it's point <nuts>. five. <laughs> point five. That in it's one month, like, do that in one month. And it's impressive. And it, it's, it's something that everybody should talk about. Like you said, it's it, the all-star game. <laughs> it's like in two yeah. weeks. And what's yeah. funny is the Grom's hitting like, like 380. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have the amount of bats that Otani has, but the guy like the guy. Yeah. So the Grom has more RBIs than he has runs given up. Amazing. It's like we, Ulysses think about it like this. We were going crazy when Nick Anderson last year had a 0.55 ERA 
That was in 16 innings, 16 innings pitched in the regular season. (laughs) Think about what Jacob deGrom is doing this year. It's pretty crazy. By the way, Ulysses, real quickly, want to ask you this. For you, is Otani the most exciting player to watch, or is there somebody else on your on your list? Well, un- until Tuesday, it was definitely Otani. Okay. I-, I think Wander, uh, of course, the homerism comes in, but yeah, I mean, you've got to go Otani. I mean, for all- everything that 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 Evan said, and you know, I mean, it, he's just incredible. Like, I mean, if you like baseball, you got to appreciate what Otani's doing. Like, number one, and and I, and I'm gonna go ahead and say the same thing that Evan did. If you have time, watch him this weekend if you're a Rays fan. If you have time, the money, and availability to go to the game, go to the game. You're not, you're not going to be disappointed watching four at-bats by Otani. And you can tell your kids, you know what? That guy that you're seeing that's 60 years old, that, that, that has all these records, I saw him live. I saw yeah. him at the Trop, and it was awesome. The Angels, uh, two once-in-a-lifetime talents, and uh, they're still an under-500 team. I know Mike Trout's not healthy, but they still weren't doing great when he was healthy. And uh, they have a lot of other issues with that too. Uh, Okay. Uh, We will get to baseball trivia and name that war, but first we've got to tell you about Wealthfront. Uh, Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. That means no manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB. Again, that's wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB to start growing your savings today. You know, maybe on your way to the trop this week and see Otani and Franco, you get hungry. So what else, What are you going to do? You got to get a Built Bar, people. So go to BuiltBar.com. They've got nine delicious flavors, which are coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, my favorite, peanut butter brownie. And they're so delicious and healthy, too. You're talking 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams net carbs. So go to BuiltBar.com, order today. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, to get your 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Okay, guys, uh, baseball trivia. In fact, I've got kind of a double bonus question here. First one is for Evan. The second one will be for Ulysses. The first one, Evan, is a question about Shohei Otani uh, or regarding uh, on the subject of Otani. Uh, This question is, Shohei Otani became just the second player in AL slash NL history to make more than 10 starts on the mound in a season and hit more than 20 home runs. Who is the other player? And it's not Babe Ruth. Is that your guess? Or are you asking me? Uh, that's, that is my guess. You would be correct, sir. Babe Ruth okay. in 1919. It was almost too easy for you. It wasn't Brendan McKay. I can tell you that. I, it wasn't Brendan I, McKay. You know, I almost went McKay. It was like yeah. that close. 
I, by the way, I think Brendan McKay is going to have to pick one lane and probably just stick with that. I don't know if he's most uh, likely. We'll we'll see what happens after shoulder surgery. You know, he's at least getting work in now, which is nice. Yeah, yeah you, Ulysses had a little uh, conference call with Eric Neander the other day and, and revealed the revealed the beams that uh, that he's what pitching in Port Charlotte, getting pitched actually an inning in Port Charlotte, or getting ready to do that. Yeah, yeah, one inning uh, on Thursday, and then he'll work himself, uh, you know, progressively two out inning, three innings, and hopefully by the end of July, stretched out to five innings. So you're talking trade deadline acquisitions. A lot of people are saying Barrios and and and, and a lot of Sonny Gray as well. There could be a Brendan McKay instead. Are you calling out Evan Klosky for mentioning Max Scherzer? <sighs> Let's week? not get into this, boys. Let's okay. not get into this again. Come on. I said yeah. what I said. <laughs> And I said what I said. If Scherzer is a Ray at the trade deadline, I am quitting the podcast. Ulysses will have to find a different co-host. I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, okay, this question, Ulysses, for you. Okay. Uh, who is the Rays' all-time leader in home runs by a shortstop? Oh. And it's not Wander, I can tell you that. <laughs> okay. Not Wander, not Taylor Wall. So we're looking for mm-hmm. home runs by short stops. Okay. Well, first of all, we got to look at length. Who has been in the shortstop position for the longest time and had pop? And let um, me let me preface this. This isn't, okay, this guy played, you know, 12 games at shortstop and he's listed as a shortstop uh-huh. on baseball reference. He had to hit these home runs from the shortstop position. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, three strikes. So I'm going to go with Ben Zobrist, number one. Good guess, but that is incorrect. I'm going to go with Huli. No, no. <sighs> Uniel Escobar. Strike two, incorrect. Also, very good guess can't be Bartlett. Um, who else have we had that had some pop in the shorts? Not the, can't be Bartlett. Although he had three years. Three years do help. Three years, three years. Tim Beckham. Tim Beckham. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, gosh. Shortstop. I'm going to go Willie Adamas. Wow. How about that, Ulysses? Third strike. Willie Adamas is the man. Oh, I would have had that. That would have been my guess. 43 home runs between 2018 and 2021. It just goes to show you there was not a lot of pop throughout the yeah. Rays history at the I was going to go Adamus and then Bartlett if that was wrong. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, also I think second on the list is Julio Lugo, if that's the direction okay. you're going. I think he was yeah. pretty close. And Tim Beckham wasn't too far down the line with that. Uh, if I had to oh, guess, really? who knows? Yeah, maybe maybe Taylor Walls, Wander Franco, Franco. Sorry, get in, get in the name mixed up. Uh, one of those guys very well could be in a Rays uniform long enough to achieve that goal. So, uh, very good guys on the trivia question, Ulysses. You have a name that war, I presume. I do, I do. He was a first baseman. He is an analyst for MLB Network. It's his nickname is the Mayor, Sean. Casey. Okay, so we're talking about Sean Casey. Mm. Uh, he made his debut in 1997. He played until 2008 with that Boston Red Sox team, ALCS Game 7 uh, against the Rays. 12-year career. What is Sean Casey's war? 14.2. Hey. 
Uh, you, know what, that, you know what? I'm not going 12. to guess. 12.1. Okay. 12.1 says Evan. Kevin? I, because I think I have actually used this as a name that wore on you, Ulysses, or I've used it in some, I've looked up Sean Casey's B-Ref page somewhat really? recently. So I feel like I, you're just going to have to eliminate my answer from the category, but I think it's like 20. It's, it's between 17 and 20. Close, close. Uh, Evan, you, 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 you could have gotten a little bit closer on the first one. 16.5. Yes. 16.5. Yeah. Three time all-star. Look at his slash line for a second. 302 batting average, 367 on base percentage, and a 447 slugging, equaling an 814 OPS, an OPS plus of 109. Pretty good hit. You'll take that. You'll take that. Yeah. Just imagine if he had a little bit more pop from the first base side with that. Yeah. Always fun to watch as a when he was with the Cincinnati Reds there. Uh, Evan, do you have anything for us? Any kind of tidbit here or there? I know oh. you're traveling, so it probably was tough. No, yeah, my, my question was going to be, and we talked about it a little bit, and my question was, what's the most memorable rookie debut that, and you can't use Wander, mm. that you guys remember where you're like, oh, I'm, I'm stoked for this. I'm like, I like must tune in to watch. I do remember. Um, uh, you know, obviously, uh, recency bias come, comes pretty uh, heavily. So I'm not going to use any of the guys that are on the roster right now. Uh, I'm going to go with Jeremy Hellickson. Jeremy Hellickson's debut, I remember it was against the Twins. I believe he went six innings, and I don't think he gave up a run. Uh, so it was quality stuff from Hellboy. Uh, yeah, that one was something I wanted to really look, uh, look it up and, and I watched it. I, I believe six innings, no earned runs allowed for Hellboy. Oh my God. He's like a freaking machine here. Just knows all the stat lines <laughs> off the top of his head, man. I kind of want to go with Will Myers. I not, I don't know about if his debut was good or not. I just remember because there was so much talk that one. was really the, I guess the emergence of the social media and the prospecting and all the list. And that's where it really came to the fore. So I would, I would go with him uh, as, as one of the more somewhat recent ones, but uh, I mean, I, this is kind of cheating, but Evan Longoria for sure is, has to be way up there as well. Back in, back in 2008, I, I will say though, I was really, really, I, I'm giving too many answers here. I was really excited about Taylor Wall's debut because I did want to see if, yes. if the, the Rays were going to go out of their way to trade Willie Adamas and not call up Wander Franco. Franco, oh my gosh, I did it again. Wander <laughs> first. Then it was like there'd been so much talk about Taylor Walls defensively, and he had a really good debut too with that. So, uh, Evan, I'll flip the question on you. Mets player debut. Mm-hmm. Do yeah, you have that one. Uh, David Wright and Jose Reyes is it's a tie. Those I were see. the those were the two guys, and I'm pretty sure that David Wright popped popped out foul play as his as his first at bat. <laughs> but those were our coveted coveted kids coming up, all the hype in the world, and uh, you know what? They didn't disappoint. They they really did have an amazing career uh, for the Mets. So yeah, um, but those two, yes, I, I remember as a little kid sitting down and uh, watching watching those debuts and being stoked. Yeah. Very good. Uh, Evan, finally, where can people find your work? Thank you for joining us uh, from the airport. <laughs> yeah. Uh, remember, you can head Twitter at E. Klosky, WTSP. Uh, 
99.9% of the time, I will always respond uh, as long as you're nice and don't use any curse words. Thank you so much. Uh, and then you can also find me on, on Facebook, uh, Instagram at Ekloski. Uh, you can find all our work on 1010bay.com. And, you know, we got obviously Ray's coverage. We were all over Wander Franco's debut live at the Trop, and then the next day we flip out, and and I'm I'm in New York and and that's Coliseum giving you what you need with the bolts and Buccaneers training camp will start July 25th, so we're excited about that. We'll start gearing up for that season. So whatever you need when it comes to to our local sports, we got you covered. So so please check us out and, and feel free to reach out. All righty, that'll wrap up this edition of the Locked on Rays podcast. Remember, tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of the Locked on Today and Locked on MLB podcast. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you next week.